This is the one and only Javi G. You can catch me on Anchor, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, anywhere else you might find podcasts. You can catch me on YouTube, Javi G channel, for all the fun updates. You can see me on TikTok, Javier Gobbledone. You can see me on IG, Beam 77 Anywhere you can think of me, I might be. Have a good one. <laughs> nice. Drop your socks and grab your cocks. MZ's here. Hello, everybody. What's going on? That was a bit of a spicy intro, wasn't it? Hope I didn't startle you. It is the start of a brand new week for me, and I'm very excited. And that's a good sign. Uh, we might touch on a bit of that in the in today's episode, but there is a particular topic that came to my mind. It's kind of been bugging me for a minute. And what better way to work it all out than here live on a microphone and sharing it with the internet? And that's kind of what this project's all about, though. And that's what I told myself. And that's why I'm here. That's why the mic is on. <laughs> Otherwise, I'd just try to work it out. But anyway, here we go. So, there's been a whole lot of shit still going on in the world. Um, there's no point in picking and choosing. There's just so much of it. So you, how about you? Just pick and choose whatever crazy shit's happening in your life. Imagine that I'm sitting there with you experiencing it together. And man, I look right back at you and I shake my head in agreement. Yeah, this is some crazy shit that we're seeing. Um, you're not you're not dreaming. <laughs> this is all really happening. <laughs> it's so insane. I mean, I wake up every morning and I'm like, it can't get any weirder. And it does. It gets weirder. Um <laughs> I don't know. I I got a I got a text in the middle of the night from a friend that said martial law starts this week. <laughs> so if you're listening to this and martial law has already started, God, I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh fuck. I guess I didn't take it seriously enough. Um I hope he's wrong <laughs> because that would be shitty, uh to say the least. Um but I think I got enough weed to get me through uh, martial law for a while, um, and then I'll be all right. I'll just as long as the uh, the internets are still up. But of course, they'll shut all that down, right? And then how these things work. But that's not what we're here to talk about. Why are we talking about that? That's very upsetting. All right, moving on. And I hope this isn't upsetting. I hope this isn't a, a downer episode. God, I'm trying to keep these upbeat and trying to keep them. Um, you know, at least uh, somewhat on the positive tip. But sometimes I feel uh, that I'm using this to, to vent frustrations because I don't really have a whole lot of people to vent to. And so might as well. Kind of like the, oh, there was a story I remember um, back in a, an, an early era. And uh, someone would tell them a secret. They would go out and dig a hole and, and whisper the secret into the ground. And then suddenly these flowers would start popping up and they would be whispering the secrets. It was kind of a creepy story. I can't remember where I heard that from. But if that's not an actual story, I, I will patent that. That is now mine. I copyright it. Do not anyone steal my story because that's a fucking badass concept. 
Um, but anyway, that's kind of what this feels like a little bit is, is that I'm just kind of uh, talking my problems out into a hole. And, you know, it makes me feel a little better. So there is a little bit of a self-serving side to this um, because I am talking it out. I'm not bottling it up. I'm not holding it in. So this particular issue, sorry, we're finally getting around to it now, nearly four minutes in. Um, so in my visits uh, over the holidays, I visited a town uh, that I've visited before many times. I enjoy visiting there. I visit there often and now more so uh, now that uh, I have friends that live there and that I can go visit more regularly but the the situation with their homeless population is seems very out of control to me so i'm coming from a, a neighborhood where in we do have a, a large metropolitan city dallas is close by and yes there are homeless in dallas when you go into the downtown area of dallas there are visible homeless communities um some larger they seem to have con congregated in a couple of areas whereas this was what i was seeing in denver was everywhere it was it didn't matter if it was downtown denver of course it was there it didn't matter if it was just outside of downtown denver it was there it didn't matter if it was one of the major highways connecting uh, suburbs to denver it was there in the suburbs, it was still present, not as heavily as in Denver proper, but still, it was a lot of people. And again, being the time of year that it was, this is the giving season, and you know, I'm it's breaking my heart, and I'm I'm trying to share what little meager amounts that I have with all that I come in contact with, but there's at some point there's just too many. You just can't. Um, and so it weighed on me a lot during this trip. Uh, that was probably my biggest takeaway on this trip was just how grateful I should be for the situation that I'm in, for the life that I live, for the comforts that I have, because there are a lot of people that are not nearly as fortunate. And so those times when I, you know, have a complaint about something mundane that it has to do with my day-to-day -day life, <clears throat> that could be, um, having that problem could be a blessing in someone else's life because they don't even have, um, you know, a house to worry about something that stopped working on it, you know, like the, the dishwasher stopped working. They don't even have a house to have a dishwasher. So, and so I would, uh, whenever I got back, of course, it's not nearly as up in my face. And so, but I had some time to reflect on it a little bit. And I guess here was my biggest, here was my biggest takeaway is why I care. Why do I care? I mean, I understand that we should care. And I understand, I don't, I don't want this to sound like I'm some cold, heartless bastard, like I don't give a shit about the homeless. God, it, it, it affected me in a way I never would have imagined it did. So that is not where I'm coming from with this. Where I'm coming from with it <clears throat> is, and I don't want this to come off as some kind of elitist bullshit either, because that's not what my intention is either. But why do I feel so obligated to help 
But then I look around at me at people who have much more, it seems, than I, and they don't seem to give a shit. I'm watching them walk out of stores right past these people. Sitting, they'll be sitting in their in the intersection in a, a fucking $75,000 car with their heater on and ignoring the fucking guy. And it, I mean, I guess when you've seen it every day, I guess there is a certain amount of numbness, I suppose. I hope that's what it is. I hope it's not just that they don't give a shit, but that's what it seems like as an outsider looking in. And that's what I am is an outsider looking in. I don't live there. And even when I'm there for a, a, a an extended period, it's only for a week or two. And so I suppose there has to be a certain a certain amount of blinders that you have to put on in order to to be able to to deal with it, or else you see it as a as a nuisance, and so you want to ignore it and and hope that it goes away. I hope that's not the case. Um, anyway, I I don't I definitely do not have an answer to the homeless problem. That is, man, that that it is such a as I looked into it because I started to I started okay. Why are there? Where are the shelters? Are there shelters? And it come to find out in the Denver area, I th- saw three major shelters. But God, that's not nearly enough for the amount of people that I saw. Um, I mean, some of them, they say it will do hundreds. But I could have easily seen hundreds, if not maybe thousands, while I was there. Uh, it was to that degree. And again, we're talking about spread out uh, amongst... And we did quite a bit of maneuvering around the city... Uh, just because you know I was there and we wanted to go see some things that we hadn't seen since I did I was uh, there for short times before, so we did quite a bit of driving around. So we did get to see a whole lot of the city and we did get to see a whole lot of this uh, situation. And so whenever whenever I think about um, coming back home, uh, definitely in the suburb that I live in, there's no there's one guy I think that's been setting up outside of a Walmart and and not even outside of the Walmart. I don't think that they would allow that, but he's like out in the parking lot, kind of where you pull into the parking lot, but it's still quite a distance away from the actual store itself. But anyway, there's a guy there with a sign, you know, need help. uh, God bless. Try to help him when I can. I can't help him every day. You know, I, I guess there's shit around the house. I could have asked him if he wanted to do, but see there too, that's not even a thing anymore. You can't even do that. I'm not going to trust to invite some stranger over to my house anymore. Not in this day and age. Who knows what the fuck they're up to. So, you know, people who try to give that argument and vice versa. I don't want to go to some strange person's house. How the fuck do I know that I'm not their next sex slave that they're going to that they're going to chain down into their basement? So, you know, the people who come at it from that direction. Oh, well, I offered them a job and they wouldn't take it. Yeah, there's this is a, this isn't the 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 you know little house on the prairie, I guess, or 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 even uh, what was the, the little be uh, leave it to Beaver. This isn't that era, okay, where everyone's a friend. Um, when in fact, come to find out, they weren't. Every one of those people had some sort of a weird, crazy fetishes in their backgrounds. But you know, again. That's your neighborhood. So, but on the surface, everybody was real nice. And when the 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 guy at the soda soda fountain offered you a job, you'd hire on just fine. Uh, you didn't think it was because he liked little boys and was uh, was uh, wanting to groom you to become his uh, 
you know, his his uh, newest conquest. But maybe that's what it was. Fuck, who knows? But anyway, in this case, this we have this one guy, and and that's it in our area. Unless I go into Dallas, major da- parts of Dallas, where there's going to be a lot more. But so I guess I come away with it with. Is this just something that I am troubled with, or is this something that that I feel serious enough that I want to try to help, that I want to reach out to a shelter and volunteer time, or that I wanted to just investigate it further to to see what how it actually works and maybe see a, a flaw in the system and be able to to figure out a solution for it. I don't know. I hate I hate to 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 wimp out and say no I'm not in, interested in going that far into it but I mean I guess that's the that's the decision that you have to make right is it just something that I'm going to post on on Facebook and say wow here's an article about homelessness we should all care more about that and then I'll move on to something else or am I actually going to do something about it This is definitely not where I expected the episode to go, but here we are. Put your money where your mouth is, kid. I don't know. I'm going to have to put a, pause, put, a, put a pin in it. Let me get a sip of, sip of coffee. Hang on. So, on to the next one. <clears> That's <throat> along the same, uh, it, it's in the same vein. And it kind of enhances the example so while we were there, um, my beautiful wife and I, she's such a treasure, uh, takes such good care of me when I come to visit. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm just a, a, a clumsy in love uh, uh, fool around her, a uh, bumbling uh, idiot. But anyway, we were having this very, um, what seemed to be a pretty uh, high-level conversation about the homeless situation there in Denver, obviously. And she had mentioned that in her research, she found out that there was an attempt to open, because that's the other thing, is there's a million, maybe not a million, but there's a lot of vacant storefronts, vacant buildings, vacant. So it's not like there's no place to put a new shelter. And so that's what she had said, that she had done some research and found out that someone had attempted to open a new shelter and that the city had blocked it for whatever reason. Now, I'm not sharing that as uh, to, to be slanderous because I haven't done too much research into it. I did kind of research to but that's when I found out about the three existing um, shelters that they have. I did find where that there was an attempt to open a shelter, but I could not find out why it did not open. So who knows? But still even one more. They need at least six more. <laughs> they need a lot more because most of those places, they can only take so many people. And you've got to have people volunteering or being paid to assist in, in these, in running these operations, you know, and setting them up. And so it's a, it's a big deal. And then the dynamic, the, I'm my brother's keeper. Now I'm helping this, this person who's now down on their, their luck there's there's stories of of there being abuses occurring in these and that's not good i mean how how these are people that are on 
the last rung of their ladder. And you want to take advantage of them, either physical abuse or attempting sexual abuse or, I mean, come on. How, what a piece of shit do you have to be to take advantage of people in this, in, when they're in their, their worst situation like that? So fuck those people. I hope if any of them get caught, they get fully prosecuted. No mercy for those bastards. But so anyway, that I guess that could be a deterrent as well. I mean, if I was homeless and I knew, had heard stories about people getting abused at, at the existing shelters, fuck no, I'm not going to that. I'll do fine here in my tent underneath uh, I-25 I here at Colfax. I mean, fuck. So that's your options. And, you know, the other thing, there are some that are working. They have jobs. They're trying to hold down jobs. And the hours with the, the shelters don't work. You know, maybe they've got a night job. Maybe they're a stalker at a, at a, at a Walmart or at a grocery store. Where are they supposed to sleep during the day? They can't sleep in a shelter. Those motherfuckers got the lights all on and, and are hooping and hollering and making all kinds of racket. They should have a sleep area for that kind of shit, but they don't. They don't take that into consideration. So I don't know. But anyway, here we are driving around talking about this, and we pull up to an intersection, and we had just exited the highway. We're on the service road, and there's I see across on the other side of the highway a little um, – I. I guess calling them little tent cities, but that's what they are. It's when there's multiple tents, it's kind of a little tent city. And so I said, wow, look at that. Look over there. And she said, look right next to you. And on our side, and I just looked past it, was right there, right next to us, right outside our, outside our window. Probably four or five tents, about half a dozen people mulling around. And there was a guy standing at the corner. And so, of course, when we got up there, I rolled the window down and uh, reached out to hand him some uh, some monies. And he said, I wish I had a black trash bag so I could pick up some of this trash that's starting to accumulate. They keep blaming it on us, but it's not from us. It's from the cars. I didn't know what to say. Here, Here's a man living on the street and I'm handing I'm in an air or a heated car bundled up in my coat, handing him money, and he's asking me for trash bags to clean up the street so he doesn't, so that his community doesn't get blamed for it. I, I'm still heartbroken by that interaction. I, like I said, how, how do you, Man, I hear you. That's some bullshit. You can't. There's nothing you can respond back that in any way would remotely connect with. Unless I'm parking my car and pulling out a box of trash bags and we're all together going at it. I mean, how else? Go buy him some trash bags and come back. I mean, I, it's. But that right there, that example, to me, even if it's just this one guy, so this guy's willing to do something which clearly nobody else is willing to do. Clearly the city can't fucking handle it, keeping the trash picked up. This guy's willing to do it. Why isn't he on the payroll? Why isn't he hired and paid to take care of that shit that needs to be taken care of to keep the city looking decent? 
And you know what? That might change his life. That might be the thing that brings him back into a normal, functioning, participating member of society. But sometimes I wonder if that's, fuck, if I even want that. You know, I look around at all the madness and I'm like, who's got it better off? Now, I know I'm, I say that kind of tongue in cheek and that I don't mean any disrespect because I clearly I understand uh, the differences there. But still, when you think about all this stuff that day to day we have taken upon ourselves to deal with because we are members of society, um, some of it is just, it can get you down. <laughs> but anyway, so moving forward, that was a, uh, that was a very powerful uh, moment for me. And, and it made me think about what more could I do? And so I'm still working on it. So I definitely going to look into uh, some of the local, we, there was a food bank that we used to go and, and volunteer at. I will definitely be looking into doing that again. I think um, if nothing else, I mean, I sit around and I look at, at the, the not really idle time, but there is time that I have that I could I could use uh, to help others. And so, you know, back whenever I was doing the churchy thing, we used to do that shit all the time. Uh, haven't done it in a while, so maybe it's time to get back into that. So definitely um, going to be looking to, to add some of that into our 2021 um, activities moving forward. Um, so another little little thing that popped in my mind, real quick was about um you know we we've all been raised uh you know take the high road uh whenever you know the bully starts uh picking on you or whenever um things start you know looking tough uh make the right choice you know choose the right and i mean i've tried my best to do what quote unquote is right and and be the fair guy and do the right thing and and it always seems like every time that I'm trying to do the right thing I shouldn't say every time but occasionally an opportunity to not do the right thing but kind of shortcut something might make its um, that opportunity might present itself and I've I've turned my head on it every time. I've always said no. I'm not going to be a shortcut guy. I'm going to I'm going to do it right. I'm going to try to do the right. Now, am I perfect? Absolutely not. I'm a. I could I could I could speak for hours about my shortcomings, but I'm not going to do that because <laughs> that's not what this episode's about. We'll get to those individually because we get we got a long way to go. Um, we're going to take this thing into episode 20 or 25 or, I mean, we're, we're going for the record here. So anyway, we got plenty to talk about. No, no sense in, in running it. But so, but we're always taught that we're always taught, you know, take the high road, um, be the bigger person. That one too. Right. You know, if someone, if someone's talking bad about you, be the bigger person. You're not, you shouldn't talk bad about them. And I mean, I get that, that there is a certain civility to some of those things, but occasionally it appears are there maybe situations where that it's okay to to be the bad guy for a minute in order to accomplish certain things? Now I'm not talking about robber 
and and murder and, and anything crazy like that. But how many times have you been put in a position? Nobody's looking. There's the answer sheet. Who's getting hurt? Now, I am in no way condoning cheating. But are there times when it's okay to cheat? Are there times when it's okay to ignore a rule? If nobody else is paying attention to that rule, why the fuck should I pay attention to it? Right? I don't know. What do you think? So, as we close this episode out, I hope everyone's doing fine out there in internet land. I appreciate you taking the time to give us a listen. Don't let these times come between you and having a good time. Keep your smiles. Cheers. Chain Reaction Records, man. Definitely a dope spot. If you're in Denver or any of the surrounding areas, you should definitely check it out. It's located in Lakewood, Colorado. Uh, the address is 8799 West Colfax Avenue. And, I mean, they carry a big selection of vinyl, shirts, buttons, tapes, anything you would really think of, man. And plus, man, this is a super dope part. They carry mad skateboard and skate accessories. So if you're in Lakewood or the Denver surrounding areas, check out Chain Reaction Records. Don't forget to Google them. And if you follow them, give them a like on Facebook and give them a like on Instagram at Chain Reaction Records.